This is the audio diary of the first day of the fifth month of year 2021. I am right now sitting um, on my sofa. I feel like I have finally have my house under control after at least a week of it being a mess. I finally put away pretty much all of my recyclings, the gear from my trip on Monday and Tuesday, and a little bit like life is sane again. And it is already Saturday, so time has passed by really quickly. I am just trying to catch a little bit of a breath, uh, just trying to reclaim a sense of what's happening, really because I felt a little bit frazzled this morning. I know what I did wrong. I shouldn't, I should have not started the day by scrolling. I should have, um, you know, just gotten into my routine first thing in the morning, uh, making, taking a glass of, drinking a glass of water, um, making my bed. I ended up taking a shower because I sweated a bit last night. Um, and so I, the shower was really refreshing and it was good. Uh, but not kicking myself into high gear um, has actually just kind of sucked the energy out of me even though I didn't do much it's yeah it's drained kind of my attention and mental energy so that wasn't the best plan but here we are anyway so here I am just trying to take a moment to sit and be present and just notice all the things that are happening to me um, so that I can be so that I can reclaim a little bit of my space. <laughs> One thing I notice is that I'm really drowsy. I did have a bit of um, coffee, I think on Thursday, so two days ago, which probably disrupted my sleep. I try not to um, drink coffee. I already drink a bit of green tea and black tea, which I also try to ration during the day. Um, so I know I, I'm sensitive to caffeine and so I try to not uh, drink too much tea and I definitely avoid coffee. Uh, but I just wanted to try because I love the taste of coffee, I just can't deal with the caffeine. And so I ended up having, you know, probably half an espresso, um, half an espresso shot or maybe one espresso shot. And that definitely affected my sleep on Thursday night, which then has a cascading effect on my sleep. So even now, I can definitely feel that my sleep is not that great. I've also, my cleaning routine has also really been disrupted. Um, and again, it's one of those things that has a cascading effect because once my cleaning routine gets disrupted, I never feel like I have quite a clean space and then that doesn't motivate me to do more cleaning and so it stays unclean and it's a bit of that cycle, like I said. Um, I think the, the other thing just, yeah, it's just a, a lot of it has been me um, just trying to uh, really keep myself together, um, you know, making sure I get enough time for rest, and I did, so I'm really thankful for that, uh, but I haven't had enough time to really sit at home and just kind of... Um, just really work on um, home things <laughs> in the past few days. I've been able to do a lot of work, which is great, but then my home life has suffered because of it. And so 
I'm just trying to, again, reclaim a little bit of space, see where I'm at right now. I don't think I enjoyed that last camping trip as much as I could have or should have. And, you know, there's a couple of reasons why. One was I didn't get sunshine that I needed. It was gray all throughout. But, you, you know, it can still be gray and beautiful, and it was. Uh, but I struggled with... Um, the just kind of the just almost a little bit of guilt even though I actually did abide by all the travel health restrictions but this kind of generalized wave of anxiety around um, people traveling uh, during the provincial health lockdowns even though I'm vaccinated people don't necessarily know that and even if I am vaccinated I feel like there's a sense of responsibility um, that I have and so yeah I did not I ended up not enjoying the camping trip uh, in that sense. The hike, the campsite itself, they're all beautiful. Um, I got to see beautiful things, and but I think there was an underlying tone of anxiety and I didn't get from it all the peace that I wanted. There, I think I might be coming close to a burnout, though I haven't actually burned out. Um, this week has been a week of being really productive on work for UCC, uh, which I'm very proud of. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> just I think I'm just slightly about to burn out. Um, and again, I my ability to kind of deal with the stress and deal with the work was reduced because of things like lack of sunlight. Um, I don't think I was too good with nutrition. Uh, it's, it wasn't bad, but it could have been better. I knew that I craved veggies and more um, vitamins several times throughout the week. And I know that when my body is craving it, I, it that means I really haven't been um, getting enough of it. So I knew I know those things, and so that means that I could have done better about it. Um, yeah, I also had a kind of, um, I had an online dating experience, which I may or may not have shared with you, uh, which was uh, which was with the person who seemed quite promising. Uh, but then, you know, I met him in real life and we had a good date. And, you know, he technically we have a lot of um, interests shared together, but it was very obvious that he was it, it became increasingly clear that he was not a emotionally kind of eloquent person though he was several several years older than me um i he i didn't actually feel that he was quite emotionally mature uh and just i was getting really tired of um just this continuing conversation about topics that i just didn't find very um engaging just constantly talking about things that I would consider to be topics that I would share with acquaintances. I would actually want to get to know this person and just constantly replying with like, haha, lol, uh, really superficial answers. Um, a person with a different kind of sense of adventure, obviously has a sense of adventure and is much more of a spontaneous person than the planner that I am. All these differences are are not bad. In fact, they could be great. Uh, but I didn't feel that I could. Basically, at the end of the day, I just didn't enjoy the conversations that we had. And so 
Um, I noticed these kinds of warning signs of it's becoming a chore to answer to his messages. I really don't want to jump on a call with him. I'm not looking forward to talking and spending more time with this person, uh, you know, no matter how physically attractive or unattractive this person is, if I can't, if I don't look forward to speaking with him, then this is probably not the right person for me. And so I cut it off. Um, and I have every time I do this, um, you know, it's just a natural consequence of trying to meet people is that you will eventually come across many people who are not it. And every time you have to end that not it uh, situation properly um, and responsibly, and I try my best, uh, I think from from my point of view, this was something that I had been thinking about and kind of postponing and procrastinating, saying, well, maybe just another couple of days or maybe the next date or all that kind of stuff, just kind of like, okay, maybe there's more of a chance, um, all that kind of thing. Uh, but maybe from his point of view, it was very out of the blue sudden uh, because I hadn't been speaking about this um, at all. And I suddenly said, you know what, I'm not enjoying these conversations. I don't think I want to continue them. Uh, so it might have come really out of the blue from his point of view. From my point of view, this is what I had been thinking since the time I met him in person and like the two weeks that we've been messaging um, since it's been a chore. So anyway, um, that is always a bit of a downer. Uh, it's I feel always feel bad about disappointing other people, even though it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault at all, or his fault. It's just, it's just the way it is, and this is the most responsible way to end it. If you just don't want to, if you know it's not working out, um, if we're not clicking, um, but I still felt bad. <laughs> this is the type of this is where you my empathy, or I should I say sympathy. Is it empathy? I don't know. Um, actually gets in my way and isn't very useful. <laughs> so, yeah. So there was all that. Um, I am enjoying also working with uh, due to interns that I, I've started uh, for uh, research with UCC. Uh, I have scheduled, I think, six or seven different interviews I did one yesterday and I think I have five or six scheduled on Monday and Tuesday. And these interviews are a good, great chance to talk to different uh, change makers who operate social enterprises, um, run advocacy projects, uh, run nonprofits or charities. Um, in this case, we're looking at Mexico and South Africa. Uh, I think most of the projects are one about girls and gender uh, related topics. The other one is about climate and environmental health. The other has been uh, about just kind of generic poverty relief and economic development. And so I've really enjoyed working with uh, these, working with people. Um, directing them and you know customer discovery uh, finding potential customers um, and holding interviews is something that I've done quite a lot of and so I know how to do pretty well and so I really um, enjoy guiding somebody else through that process this time um, 
I know I said I don't want to put financial pressure on uh, my job, you know, uh, especially the thing that really is my mission and my dream. But it's hard not to have that financial pressure because I would I really like uh, these interns and I would really love to offer them an ongoing contract. So it'd be great if I could just make basically enough money to pay the staff. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it would be um, but we'll see how it actually goes uh, there are um, we have now until end of June uh, the goal is by the end of June to have at least a couple of customers or clients of local change makers that I'm assisting and be actually able to assist them, you know, and hopefully somebody who is also willing to pay for our services, even if we haven't got our first revenue in the door, um, have our first clients in the door, especially if a lot of the work is commission-based. I imagine the revenue won't have come in yet because, uh, yeah. Oh, so when I say commission-based, I'm talking about... Um, Especially on the topic of raising funding for different local change makers, uh, when UCC helps other people raise funding, we take a commission of that funding that was raised. That's what I'm talking about. So yeah, <laughs> so those are some of the things that are happening. Um, I. <sighs> Yeah, and obviously, I it, it's hard not for me, hard for me not to talk about work because that's where a lot of my head is. I have also been thinking a lot about uh, my faith, and I had some pretty intense and intimate um, prayers at the waterfall um, during uh, my last hike, and I am quite eager to actually get back into the physical challenge of a hike not just the immersion into nature of camping but actual physical challenges uh, so and i really enjoyed that about both uh, i enjoyed the fear i had to overcome at Marin when i had to rappel down a rock face and i really enjoyed the physical kind of strain of a steep steep um terrain uh, that I had to navigate by myself in Grizzly Country in uh, on that Crooked Falls hike in, in, in Squamish. So I, it, again, these are just kind of reminders of uh, old joys because uh, as you have heard, I've gone on a lot of road trips and car camping trips uh, accompanied by shorter hikes uh, throughout the winter. And of course, you know, I've gone skiing as well. Uh, skiing, I, fa I found, is not that much of a, it's, it's a different kind of physical challenge. And car camping and road tripping is wonderful, but again, a different kind of challenge. And so I'm just kind of rediscovering how much I actually love the action of hiking as much as I do camping and road tripping and skiing. So just a good reminder to get back into something I absolutely love. I have enjoyed writing on Medium, for sure. I, after my initial spurt of kind of like the first two, three weeks where I just wrote a lot of articles, I've been slowing down, probably at a more sustainable pace. Um, and it's really hard to not make Medium my new social media platform where I constantly check for notification, I get instant gratification from 
reward from comments and claps and there are so many clickbait articles on Medium even though Medium is all about avoiding them. Technically, the algorithm is supposed to avoid them. And there's a lot of opinions, well strongly, uh, very opinionated people writing very strong opinion pieces on Medium. It's kind of the platform to do so. Um, and I am... It, it's hard not for it to become kind of a more refined uh, refined version of Twitter, <laughs> a more long-form version of Twitter, uh, where really strongly, very opinionated people are sharing uh, strong opinions and, you know, getting into arguments with each other, um, sometimes with references and citations, so I guess that's better than Twitter. Uh, but yeah, it's, and, and again, like the immediate gratification of constant notifications. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, I'm trying to not let that happen. I, there is this trend on Medium that um, originally the company behind Medium uh, was all, uh, went for a few years in the direction of having very professionally edited and curated content, publishing basically digital magazines and paying authors in a more traditional subscription way. Turns out that doesn't work financially and so they're scrapping it, going back to the more you know, independent bloggers type of route. Uh, but unfortunately, as and, and uh, the general consensus on the writers on the platform seem to be that they're much happier with it, because the gatekeeping associated with public, you know, more traditional editors and you know magazine publishing is is a gatekeeper, right? It can be very elitist, uh, and the general, you know, the the larger majority of writers on there. Uh, won't qualify basically to be curated or to be featured and so I have um, but unfortunately as a reader when I'm reading through the quality of the writing on the um, you know professionally edited and curated publications far 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 exceed <laughs> that of any regular content. Um, you can tell that these are professional writers uh, who are who probably, you know, wrote three, four drafts before they got to this one um, versus the amateur writers who publish all their three, four drafts and hope that one sticks. And so the quality is significantly lower. <laughs> and so as a writer, of course, I appreciate the fact that la less gatekeepers are helpful. Um, as a reader, I am really sad because the content that I found useful on Medium were actually the professionally edited content. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure viral content sells. I don't really want viral content. So, uh, yeah, I, I want to read real ideas and real thoughts. Um, and it's really hard not to get lured into the clickbait articles on Medium. I try to dismiss them uh, so I can kind of basically affect the, uh, the algorithm for my personal recommendations by dismissing the story. So I can go into like little settings and say I don't want to see the story or I dismiss the story, dismiss, mute this author. Uh, but every time I do that, I know it's sapping away my decision making and kind of willpower. So I know I should probably just in general spend less time consuming 
kind of mindlessly on medium and just scrolling and if i'm gonna be on medium i'd rather be on my computer actually reading and searching up content instead of just reading stuff that gets recommended to me on my homepage. so anyway uh, that's my little rant about medium uh today's audio diary seems to just be especially about no real topic at all uh, it was just really an update on my life i suppose and all the things that are on my mind um, it's always great to verbally process i feel calmer i have a cup of tea in my hand by the way uh, if you heard the microwave and all the kind of fumbling noise earlier that's because i was making tea, a cup of tea i haven't drank a single sip from it um, it's, it was really hot so i was really waiting for it to cool and if you're curious it is a cup of chamomile tea hot chamomile tea not cold tea and so i think that's the end of my audio diary i really hope that you are having a great day. I know I have regular listeners who seem to listen as soon as the episode is up and then there are people who seem to either occasionally discover um, this podcast or rediscover this podcast and kind of binge through uh, listening to kind of 70 to 100 episodes at a time. I can tell because of stats. Um, suddenly one day I will have a a surge of um, 70 but for example my listener count won't have uh, increased by much I can tell that uh, people are binge watching or binge listening so whatever your preference is and however you have come across today's particular episode thank you for listening and I hope you have a great day and I hope you that you stay safe and take care <laughs>